This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. Back to the ticket weeknights on 93.7 the ticket and the ticketfm.com. Here's your host, Nicole Griffin. All right, Nick Sander back with you on uh, Ticket Weeknights. No Nicole Griffith. She's traveling back from Cali. She had some wedding that she had to go to. Lucky her. She's been to Cali a couple times the last um, in the last like month and a half or so. Lucky. What is Nicole? I mean, how how lucky? How lucky for Nicole to be able to travel out to, to Cali. It's fun stuff. All right, let's uh, go ahead and head to the Honda Lincoln Hotline four zero two four six four five six eight five. We're joined by Steve Mark of Hale Varsity. Steve, what's up? Hey, Nick. I'm um, just. Sitting here talking to you, we're going to break down some sports. Uh, some sports is going to be a, a good time. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Okay, so we're actually watching UConn and NC State in the women's basketball uh, tournament right now in the uh, in the studio. Let's briefly let's put a bow. I, I haven't I haven't been able to talk to you since Husker women's basketball season. What was kind of your just your your final takeaway on the season? Now, Michael Caton and and Ruby Porter no longer with the program. They both entered the portal. I mean, just kind of put a bow, if you can, on Nebraska women's basketball this year. Yeah, um, great season. Absolutely a, a terrific season for for a team that by the end of it was starting two true freshmen in the starting five. I mean, mm-hmm. um, look, it was a really strong season. It obviously didn't end the way that um, Amy Williams and, and the rest of the crew wanted in the Big Ten um, conference tournament and also the NCAA tournament with that loss to Gonzaga. But Gonzaga was a tough, uh, a tough out, a, a tough team, and and I think they learned. I think Nebraska learned something about you know just going and playing on on that type of stage, that high level stage, because at times in that game against Gonzaga, it did look like you know Nebraska did have some players that maybe weren't weren't sure about like how to handle um, maybe the bright lights of being on the NCAA tournament stage like that and, and what kind of um, physicality um, that Gonzaga played with and, and just what it takes. Just playing playing in a game like that gives them um, experience um, down, the, down the road next year. Um, so I, I think that, you know, it's playing, playing on an NCAA tournament um, stage like that with that young – a young group that they were, I think that really bodes well for this program moving forward, which, you know, has a lot of uh, pieces coming back. As, as you mentioned, uh, they lost um, Bella Cravens and That's they right. also lost Ruby Porter and Michael Caton, but, you know, they also bring back that strong core. So it's going to be really interesting uh, to watch that program um, kind of progress and, and see what they can do next year. We're talking to Steve Mark of uh, Hale Varsity here on uh, Ticket Weeknights. All right, let's let's transition to Husker baseball. I'll I'll let you run with it. What is the problem? <laughs> yeah, um, well, it seems <laughs> like you know when when they get strong pitching, they can't hit, and then when they when they can get some some runs on the board, they can't stop anybody from scoring. Right, so so it just seems like you know there's there's a lot of frustration going on right now in the program and. Um, I, I, I do like the 
some of the pitching that 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 they've been rolling out there, the starting pitching has been has been okay. But you know, if if you have to ask me, like which which area of the of the team needs to really just show improvement and, and turn the corner, it needs to be the offense. I think they're they're ranked nationally in the two hundreds um, in, in runs per game at a little over five per game, and that just needs to be better um, um, for sure. But it's you know they obviously they lost a lot from last year's team. Uh, they they have a lot of freshman um, contributors in the lineup right now, and you know it's just taking some time. And and you know baseball is a sport where you're playing a bunch of games. You have you know I don't think the season's over right now, but mm-hmm. you know with with the amount of games they play, there's there's still time to kind of work on things and and turn the corner. But man, that clock is ticking, and you know he just lost a series to Michigan, and you know you got a Creighton coming up tomorrow, and then Ohio State after that for a three game series this weekend. Um, I, I think the offense just needs to kind of get in gear um, and, and start, you know, giving, giving the pitchers some run support here. I was going to ask you, I mean, w- how important are the midweek games for, for a program like this in their position right now? Yeah, um, I, I'd say that they, they're important in the sense that I think Will Bolt wants to play, play those games to test out different players and, yeah. and kind of tinker and toy with, with a lineup or, and maybe try somebody here and try somebody over there and, and see what, and see if something clicks and sticks. I think that's kind of how I view it. Um, and I, uh, for this uh, Tuesday game at Creighton, um, I just got the email from the athletic department there and they're uh, starting Jackson Jelkin um, at, at the pitcher, the true freshman from Bellevue West, who I, who I really enjoyed watching pitch um, against Michigan. He's, He's a uh, a long uh, six foot four lanky guy up up on the mound, but man, he can he can really throw it. I've been really impressed with with what Jackson Jelkin from Bellevue West has has shown. So it's just like things like that where you know you don't want to waste a a start a starter's arm on the mound during a weekend Tuesday game against uh, Creighton. So you know you, you try to uh, see what you got in Jackson Jelkin as maybe a guy who could you know, down the road, develop into one of those, one of those arms, but you know, you don't know. So maybe you toss them out there right now and see what the kid can do. Just like things like little, little things like that, you know, that I think can help, help um, determine things for the team down the road. We're talking to Steve Mark of Hill Varsity here. He covers Husker baseball as well as a couple other things for, for the folks over at Hill Varsity. All right. Last one on baseball before we transition to football. I mean, when we're not at the panic button time, right? I think we both can agree that. But yeah. like, is yeah. this is this a team that can compete for an NCAA tournament berth? Like, because now we're we're like at the beginning of the year, it was host, host, host regional, and yeah. now now we're we're kind of scraping for the hope of of that this team is going to be playing in the postseason. Yeah, absolutely. That's a good point, and I, I'd like to hear your thoughts on it. But I I think that you know if they want to. They want to make the NCAA tournament. They're going to need to win the Big Ten. Wow. They're going to need to win the Big Ten like they did last year. That's and interesting. Right now, that doesn't seem like it's a. It doesn't seem like that's something that's likely to happen. But you know, mm-hmm. like I said before, baseball is such an interesting sport where you play. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming. And his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. So many games. Um, it, 
and you know, a, a team can just turn a corner and and things can click, and then you're playing these games, and all of a sudden you're a hot team. Yeah. I definitely think that that's a possibility, but right now it's obviously not looking like a possibility. That's why you know Tuesday is a is, a, is an opportunity to go out there, get a win over an in-state rival, head to head to Columbus, Ohio for a three-game series, and and kind of go head into that three-game series with some positive momentum and, and get that bad taste out of that Michigan series. And all those eight home runs that they, that they built it out of Haymar mm. out of your mouth. So uh, that's that's another thing that I think that those those midweek games can kind of serve is to just like wipe your memory clean and and get a new uh, positive touch on things before you head out for that series. But yeah, getting back to your uh, original question, win the Big Ten tournament. I think that's kind of what things are shaping up for if they want to um, make the NCAA tournament. Man, and and you felt like going into this year, like you they were in a position that they didn't have to. Like they didn't yeah, have to win the exactly. Big Ten tournament. Like we were, like the conversations that we were having at the beginning of the year, it was this team has a chance to earn, start earning national respect because they did towards the the latter of the season last year, especially with their performance in Arkansas. And now, as long as they build on that, they're going to be looked at as a national program. Yes, absolutely, and it just kind of tells you how much um, production and how how much I guess leadership that they lost off of yeah. that team from last year. I mean, we all knew that, it, you know, we all know the names and, and kind of what they brought to the table, but we also knew some names that were coming back and who were on that, um, on that team last year, who are, who are on the team this year. And it's just not going as, as smoothly and as well as it did last year. That kind of tells you about the special players that were on and that were in the program last year and, and doing their thing. But um, yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, there was just a lot of talk about the the regionals and maybe even hosting them before the season, but that's obviously not looking at looking like that right now. Yeah, we're, we're talking to Steve Mark of Hill Varsity here. A couple more before we let you go. We're almost up against the clock. Um, we got asked on the text line. We'll switch over to to football here. We got asked on the text line. Any news on the quarterback battle? It feels like it's been a quiet spring. I'll ask you, Steve. Is there a quarterback battle? <laughs> Well, if you ask the coaches, they're going to say yes. Yes. Um, yeah. um, obviously, they will. That's that's just coach speak one one oh one. But uh, um, you know, if you ask me, I, I think from everything that I've heard, everything from what I'm seeing and, and read, I think that Casey Thompson is probably the guy right now. If you had to, if you had to pick one of them and, and play a game tomorrow, I think Casey Thompson would probably be probably be the guy there. He's the most experienced. He's kind of been there and done that in college football. He's He's played in Power Five football before. He's um, thrown thrown thirty touchdowns. I think uh, Casey Thompson is definitely the definitely the guy. If you wanna, if you needed to um, pick a guy tomorrow and, and play again, it, it's definitely Casey Thompson. And that's nothing to, you know, not to throw throw any any shade at uh, Logan Smothers. I think Logan is a very very good athlete, and I think he he might have a purpose in the office um, offense, even if he wasn't um, the starter um, going forward for this season. But uh. Uh, yeah, I think Casey Thompson has, has shown great, great leadership. And, you know, for a guy like Scott Frost, who's entering his fifth year kind of on the hot seat right now, he needs to show improvement. I think Casey Thompson is the kind of quarterback that you were looking for when you went out and, and kind of tried the transfer portal. All right, one last one before we let you go. I, I need the top three running backs that will start. Way too early predictions from spring ball. Which yeah, yeah, heard. absolutely. That's a, that's a fun one. So uh, let's just go through them here. I, I really think – um, Ramir Johnson. Um, okay. So, so Ramir had a, had a great year uh, last year, he, and he provides he provides that pass catching ability that that you know some mm-hmm. coaches like to put out there on third down. He's probably the fastest of of the running backs um, right. right now. So I think Ramir Johnson 
and then you'll go with Jacques Yant. I really like what Yant does, like Yant does, and really who doesn't? Who doesn't like a 230 pound, 240 pound um, guy who just likes to you know put his shoulder down and, and get those extra yards? Mm-hmm. And then the new guy, Anthony uh, Anthony Grant from New Mexico Military Institute. I think he's I think he's kind of the whole package that they are that they are hoping for. And one thing I really found interesting. Um, about Anthony Grant was um, came from his position coach and Brian Applewhite. He said he's got the pull away speed that he was kind of hoping, you know, he saw on saw on film, but he kind of wanted to see it with his own eyes, and and he kind of has this spring, so I, that kind of caught my ears. So I I'd have to go with Ramir Johnson, Jack Yant, and then uh, the new guy Anthony Grant. Awesome. All right. Well, we'll see how it plays out. Steve, appreciate the uh, coming on last minute. We I I appreciate it a ton. Good stuff as always, man. We'll talk to you down the road. Yeah, no problem. Let's do it again. Thank you, Nick. That is Steve Mark of Hale Varsity. Appreciate him uh, kind of touching on everything there. Really interesting about the running backs, in my opinion, because those three names, I, I'm I'm in a similar boat as as Steve is, but those three names, one of them's not there, is Gabe Irvin. Now, obviously, he's not being able to practice in spring, or if he is, he's in a limited role, but what does that mean for a guy like him? What does it mean for Marquis Step? I, I know Marquis Step kind of isn't a name that's not or that is ex, is not a name that's exciting to a lot of Husker fans, but it's still a body in that room that at one point was thought to be the power back for this team and was thought to be the guy you throw in there in a goal line situation for this program. And now there's going to be and they they could play more than three guys, um, but three's where if you're not going by committee, right, that whole by committee approach that we've been so accustomed to these last couple years, then you think the top three running backs would be the most with the playing time, and I'm with him. Ramir Johnson, because he gives you that pass-catching ability. You have Jacquez Yant, who's really been talked about in a in a bigger role, in a bigger situation this offseason, and then the new guy, Anthony Grant. So it'll be interesting to see what happens with a guy like uh, Gabe Irvin down the road. All right, let's, uh, let's go ahead and head to break. Once again, uh, 402-464-5685, the Honda Lincoln Hotline, the Sutter Hammond text line, both those open for you. Feel free to uh, tweet at me, Nick underscore Sainert, and then you can uh, also tune uh, tune in on the Sutter Hammond Jewelers video stream, Facebook, tw- uh, Twitch, and YouTube. When we come back, something caught my eye on Twitter today about St. Peter's and the NCAA tournament. It might surprise you. We'll talk about it coming up next on Ticket Weeknights. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.